The Torah content for this week has been sponsored by Judah and Naomi Dardik in honor of Rabbi Moskowitz's second yard site and in appreciation for all those whose love of Torah and excitement for ideas shines in their teaching. Okay, so I don't know how aware everyone is of the uh, Liros and Laharos thing. Yeah. So I, I think people take it up to a certain point, but we're going to take it a little bit further than we usually do. Okay, so the halacha in the Shelat, which we're going to compare to the to the is behold over door chayv adam laharos es atmo kiluhu baatmo yata ata mishubim mitzrayim. In each and every generation, a person is obligated. How would you translate laharos? To Live uh, to make uh, I don't know, scene? Yeah, to make scene, literally to make scene, to to uh, demonstrate or to uh, appear, make oneself appear as though he himself now went out of the subjugation from Egypt, of Egypt. It says uh, he took us out from there. And that's the, the deal is that us, not, it should say he took them out of there, but he took us out of there. Uh, regarding this, uh, it was commanded in the Torah, you shall remember that you were a slave. Now, if I ask you what context you think that that appears in, do you have any guesses? Yeah, but not knowing anything else. I think actually the whole has a different uh, list. Yeah, so it's 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 a trick question because first of all, um, I believe Mechol Mamre says, "Yeah, there's many psukim." <laughs> okay, right. And if you look at them, they are not all. Um, uh, oh, Mechol Mamre is a little annoying. Um, hold on, five fourteen uh, is just because you see not all. It's our show, not. Okay, hold on a second. Um, <laughs> uh, the um, uh, Shabbos, that's one. Another one is 1515, which is uh, the requirement to give your slave good stuff when he leaves. Okay. Another one is 1612, which is Shavuos. Okay, the Mitzvah of Shavuos was uh, uh, Wait, in, Shavuos is in the holiday? Yeah, the holiday, yeah. Um, which is weird in, in Parshas Ray. I think that's the only one that it emphasizes Yitzhak Mitzrayim, if I remember correctly. Um, wait, what, I, I just missed the number. Uh, 2418. Uh, this is with Losate right? Or right? So not uh, abusing the Ger and the Yasom. And, uh, and then 24. Oh, I just, I always do. Uh, Oh, here. Uh, oh, another one with the, uh, um, what do you call it? The uh, agricultural tzedakah stuff. So the I, I believe um, Shailat, uh, not Shailat, uh, Yad Pshuta says that this is the Ramam's own um, reason that he's supplying here, that that whenever the Torah says, it's hearkening back to this idea. In other words, this is not just a halacha in Yitzhak Mitzrayim, in, in a seaport, but it's everywhere. Uh, as if you yourself were an Ebed and you went out to freedom and were redeemed. Yeah. Uh, legally Singapore. It's going to be legally Singapore. It's just uh, so it's like generic thing where totally like, based the authority of the Mitzvahs and the, uh, the fact that we served them off of you see uh, What do you mean by basing the authority? As in the reason we do this mixa is because I've always read that as like, as because of you go to Egypt, that's where you're bound in Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'd actually have to look at the 
context for each one of those to see whether it is the basis of the commandment or the purpose of the commandment. You know, uh, we'd have to see. But I mean, it's a, it's a legitimate question. Okay, so that's that's in the the Shalad version, Laharos. Okay, now if you look at the the Dufus, it's also Laharos. Okay, by the way, I'm color coding it. Blue is Laharos. Okay, so everything seems fine. Okay, but wait, what footnote? Twenty-two. Oh no, twenty-two says okay. So twenty-two says bet two. Liros. So I, I knew someone was going to ask that. So the, uh, I know we would do this. Yeah, I know. No, so, yeah, I, I also look it up also. So the key is that Aleph is a first order Mishnah Torah, which means it was made from the Ramam's copy. Okay. Two, a bet is it's a second order Mishnah Torah, which means it was made from a copy from the Ramam's copy. And this is bet two, which is a manuscript, uh, a Middle Eastern manuscript um, that we don't know who wrote it. Um, but it was in the 13th or 14th century and, uh, and it's a partial, a partial copy. So that is the only one that says it. So, so, so it's strange, which, which means that this is, I mean, it doesn't mean this, but, you know, probably Laharos is the right one because it's in the first orders and even in the, in, in the Dufus. Okay. However, if you go to Perichess, oh, and also, do, you want, do we know the difference between, uh, Zion and Ches? In the in the in the yeah. so Zion is where he tells you what the theoretical halachos are, and then Ches is where he tells you how to do it, okay. and then Ches, and then after Ches or part of Ches is this the nusach of the Haggadah. Right. Okay. So in the Haggadah we say this line, and here you have in the Shelat version, do, 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 boom. Uh, you have Chayav uh, Adam. Okay, so that's still consistent. But in the Dufus, you have. Just do a search. Oh, that's the wrong one. Wait, oh, no, sorry, that's that's the wrong one. Oh, I have. Ah, Liros. Okay, so in the new stock of the Gata, it's switched in, in, in Dufus. Okay, now I used to think that. Um, oh, and, and then there are a lot of people who like will treat this as a steer in the Rambam and then like proceed to explain it. Okay, because they think that in the Halachos he says uh, Laharos and in this the Haggadah he says uh, Liros. Okay, and I used to, so I used to take that seriously and be like, oh, it's a steer. And then I was like, oh, this is just a doofus. Okay, but then I realized that there's another place where the Rambam would address it. Okay, which is, well, let's see what this says here. Sadi Gimel. Uh, oh, so here you have in that second manuscript, it's Liros. And then also in the Dufus and in the Kafach, okay, it is uh, Liros, okay? Now, you might think, well, Kafach, what, what happened, okay? Uh, oh, and by the way, in the, uh, the Kisveya Temanian, which Alator also has, by the way, in case you want to know, um, it says, uh, it's also Laharos, uh, so that must not be Kafach's one, okay? But there's another place, okay, which is in the Mishnah. Okay. In the Mishnah, in... in uh, it says in Psachim Yud Hey, our version says Chayv Adam Liros, and the Ramam's version says Chayv Adam Liros. So now you actually have a real steer, right? Because the Ramam himself in the Mishnah has Liros, and in the Mishnah Torah, consistently in the good ones, has Laharos. Okay, so the question is, what do we make of that? And like the And our Mishnah also says that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and let's look at the Kaufman. Do we, have we talked about the Kaufman? I talk about this all the time in the uh, in my Pirkei Avoshir. So the Xaviad, uh, oh, I, I mentioned it in a Sunday shir. The Xaviad Kaufman is the most accurate um, text of the, of the Mishnah. So I haven't seen what it says. 
Um, it doesn't mean that it's the correct one, but it's it is the uh, they say it's the most accurate. Um, Chayev does not have it. That would be enough. <laughs> that is okay. I guess it doesn't have it. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, strange. Very strange. Never seen that before. Okay. Let me just look up. Just make sure it's not like a Liros and Laharos. Okay, it doesn't have it. Very odd. I have not checked the Tosefta's yet. Okay, I don't know if like it, it would be there. Okay, so I'm going to show you two two answers. Okay, one is Kafech, uh, which is a creative answer that I don't know if it's sketchy, but it's definitely creative. Okay, so he acknowledges the the discrepancy because he says of Hashar um, uh, Okay, Elisha Mishnah. Right, so that's a contradiction. So the Ram is telling us how to read the Mishnah. So he's saying you should not read it as Liros, but Laros. Okay. Vakavana, so I, I guess Laros means to show. I guess it's like Laharos. I don't really know enough grammar to tell whether this is a good idea or not, but here's his uh, idea. Vakavana, Shehispa'aluso alitsuso, the Simchas Libo, Mishikru Nafsho, Verucho, Minha Alilios, Usafiheha, that the uh, person's uh, emotions of joy and the gladness of his heart at the freedom of his soul and his spirit from the, um, the misfortunes and their uh, offshoots, the shikru gufo and the freedom of his body, from being uh, you know, uh, subjugated to uh, servitude in all of its uh, categories, they need to be uh, expressed uh, and, and visible and not just in his heart. So he's trying to say that really it is the real Chiyuv is Liros, but the sheer of Liros is it has to be visibly manifest. So there's, you know, there's a concept of like a Kiyum Belev, right? Of like Simcha or an Avelus, but not all Kiyum, Kiyum Belev are necessarily visible. Here he's saying though that it has to be it has to reach the point where it's, it's visible, which is a very nice idea, whether it's an explanation for what the Ramam was like trying to do by like writing this one, I, that I don't quite buy that he like wrote it in the Mishnah in one way and then in the Mishnah Torah in another, like, and it's, it's, I, I don't know enough about the Ramam, whether he deliberately changes the wording of the Mishnah to express his ideas or not. Like, I, I just don't know enough to say whether that's like too bold of a change. Yeah. Basically, this is what saying is that the Ramam felt that Liros was just was a was a common mistake someone might make, so he had to so he just change it because he thought people if you just wrote Liros, people would make the same mistake and making the same all the time with the mission. Uh, right, but it's not just a mistake in reading it, but it's also a mistake in what you're supposed to do, and that's why the Ramam uh, does go on, which we won't have time to do today. He does go on to say, uh, I wanted to read uh, uh, two more things. Um, is Lefikach so he holds that the the heseva uh, and the arbakosis is a uh, an expression of the liros that has to be visibly manifest. Okay, and I think that's what the yad pshuta is going to say. Let's see, we're not going to read the whole yad pshuta, but he says, uh, okay, so he also acknowledges the difference, and he says. 
The Rama is adding, it's not enough just to see yourself as though you left. You need to say it with a full mouth, meaning, I guess, with a meaning. You need to show as if you left Mitzrayim. Where it says, Since it's the derech of servants to eat while standing, so it says that here we need to eat while we are reclining in order to make known, uh, which Yad Shuta is saying that's where the Ram gets Laharos. That has to be a manifestation of your seeing yourself. Yeah. And then he says, this is not a new mitzvah of remembering that you're an Evid. And then he goes into the morning, which we don't, we're not going to do today. Um, and then he makes the point I made about Lefikach. Yeah. So, so, so either way, it does seem to be that the Ramam holds that it is, it does have to be manifest. And he does hold that the mission says Liros, or at least is written Liros. Whether you buy Kafek's thing of Laros or whether you just buy the explanation that it's a cumulative that has to be manifest, I think that's like the best explanation. I mean, like you're going to get to the same point, you know. Um, I also want to uh, do public tshuva about speaking Lashon Hara against Rav Nachman yesterday. So the whole thing I said about uh, Rav Nachman asking his servant if, uh, you know, if uh, Rav Nachman said to Daru Avde, Avda Damapi le Mari Lecherus, Viahi Le Kasma Vidava, Mindbai Le Marle. Right. So what would a servant do if his master freed him? And I said, it's kind of a mean thing to taunt him that way. So the Abshuta says, It's Mistaber that Rav Nachman did free his servant Daru. That's why he turned to him with this question. If he did not free him, then that would be a... Uh, uh, you know, uh, verbal oppression and uh, and causing pain and anguish. We shouldn't even think that he would do such a thing. And remember, this is actually like a, an iser in terms of how you treat the uh, Ebed Kanani, which we'll just end with for today. Um, in Avadin, I think it's at the very end of Avadin. Um, so he says, yeah, yeah, uh, the uh, early sages would give to their Evid uh, some of every cooked dish that they would eat. They would feed their animals and their servants before themselves. Uh, like the eyes of a servant to the hand of their master, so were the eyes of a, uh, uh, like the eyes of a, of a maidservant to her mistress. And then we say, so that's another key of Allah Bidrachav, right? Seeing those everywhere now. Um, <laughs> you should not dis- uh, scorn him uh, either. I've never seen that biyad, scorning someone with a hand. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, or with words. Uh, the, the, the Torah gave him over to Abdus, not for shame. You shouldn't shout or get angry at him excessively. You should speak with him gently and listen to his complaints. This is also one of the explicitly thing, um, explicit things that Eov praised himself with when he was talking about his good ways. 
in emas mishpat avdi did i despise the justice of my uh of my servant amasi and my maidservant berivam imadi when they were quarreling with me hello vabetan oseni asahu vihonanu were we not made in the same womb meaning i'm a human being just like they are or they are human being just like me uh cruelty and uh, uh brazenness is only found in the uh, uncircumcised goyim balzarsha abram what was it? I was wondering if he was going to bring in Zarah Oh, yeah. But uh, the seed of Avram Avinu uh, and their Israel, who God bestowed upon them the goods of the Torah and commanded them in the Chukim Mishpatim that are righteous, Rahmanin him al They're merciful to everyone. Even to bugs giving them CPR. Oh, there you go. I didn't realize he quotes that there. Uh, same thing in the Kodesh Baruch Hu, that we are commanded to emulate. He is merciful on all of his, his works. We read that in Tzedakah also. Yeah. I have that's given... A that is a different one, yeah. Uh, I, uh, no, 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 that was in the ear... Um, that's the ear Hanidachas, right? We, I remember we did this because the uh, anyone who hides his eyes from giving Tzedakah, it's as if he is... Uh, uh, Ovid of Odazara, and that was the puzzle that they quoted. Oh. I think that he quoted, yeah, yeah. So, I, I think that's the basis of uh, this is not just a, my point in quoting that is that the upshoot is not just giving a stam being Malamad Zahus on Rav Nachman, uh, it's like it would be usher for you know, it's against the Midas Chacham and Marishonim and Zarosh Avram to like just taunt your servant like that, yeah. Um, just so, first, it still doesn't, it still leaves a question of the if the case was wrong, quoting that. No, 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 the wrong is not or, quoting that. No. The Abshut is quoting that. No. Then the Ramon quote you should uh, print out to your servant like that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, but that's, that's uh, I see, pointing out the Ebed is different than asking Ebed, what would, what would you do if your master freed you and then not freeing him, you know? Like, it doesn't even necessarily mean that, like, like you're engaging the Ebed in, uh, in the conversation. You're, you're right. pointing out to your, your Ben uh, Tipeish, you know? So I think that there, there's no need to say that, that you know, the Ramon was expecting you to free your servant. But, uh, but with Daro, then that's a different story. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So I guess uh, oh, there's, okay, I don't know what day it is. It's Thursday. It is Thursday. Yeah. Okay, fine. So we'll see where we are next week. <laughs> what a week. What a week. Okay. Yeah. How are you feeling in general? If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are matt-schneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.